Hello, world. I'm Greg Patton. We get a vote today. It's a Tuesday. We got news. We got, well, we got stuff. Lots of it. Call a friend. Tell him he's on the air. We'll do this in just a minute or so. Well, I'm going to vote here. Going to get out of the studio here shortly and go vote. You need to do that, my friend. Christians, if we're going to bring her back, and that's a big question mark, talking about America now, making it even good again, we got to do something. We've just become so desensitized to things going on in the world today, haven't we? And we've let this guy in Washington just take us down the toilet going to talk about uh, Joe Biden being the answer. What's the question in just a few moments? And oh, good grief. It's unbelievable. I am so glad that I'm saved today. Aren't you? I've read my Bible. I've prayed. I'm trying to serve mankind. We're going to do a, a national radio show here. Somebody, we're starting to do TV and radio interviews across the country on our new book, Invisible War on the Saints. So we're going to try to serve God any way we can. I continue to fellowship with other believers, including some of you. I like it. We're in a pretty good church. I like the <laughs> I like the pastor whole lot, the cross in Fort Wayne. That's really the program, Bible, prayer, serving mankind, in and out of the church, fellowshipping with other believers and being in a good Bible-believing church. And oh, the first thing you got to do, though, is get saved. You might be listening today and you have been wavering and wondering, today could be your day. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Why don't you do it today? We love you here at Greg Patton Ministries. What in the world is going on? Have you voted yet? It's Election Day Tuesday in the USA. Oh, I know it's an off year, but it's never too late to perfect your voting techniques. Make your voice heard, my friend, on important races and ballot issues. I'll be voting here shortly. No laptop is complete without a fresh I voted sticker, by the way. One of the big problems in America, Christians just let this slide for the most part. Really sad. I continue to say women are doing more than men in a lot of these. Get out and vote today. Donald Trump took the stand yesterday in New York State Attorney General Lolita James civil fraud case, alleging he inflated his assets to appear wealthier and take advantage of lower interest rates and insurance costs. Things got pretty testy during the ex-president's testimony, as you might imagine. It's just hard for me to believe he's even there. But he is, and we'll see how all of that goes. How many different charges have gone against the Trumper and his family, all in a, it's a political move. Oh, I'm not saying stuff's not real here, but you know, they're just really pouring it on. They want to bury this guy so he has no chance of ever becoming president of the United States. The health ministry in Hamas-controlled Gaza said more than 10,000 Palestinians have been killed since the Israeli-Hamas war began. Who started this thing? President, fake President Joe Biden reportedly spoke to Israel's Benjamin Netanyahu yesterday about tactical pauses to help civilians and enable hostages to be released, and that ain't going to happen. No, nope, they're going to continue to push this thing till they kill every one of these demon-led. Oh, it's just awful, isn't it? 
Oh, but I continue to ask the question, who do you believe and why? On the one hand, Democrats trying to figure out how to dump Joe Biden since he seems to be just crashing on every front. This whole thing is collapsing for Sleepy Joe. On the other hand, you have somebody like the Iowa governor, Kim Reynolds, jumping on the Ron DeSantis bandwagon for all of his accomplishments as governor of Florida. And she endorsed him for president Monday and said she believes he's going to be able to win the 2024 general election. Well, if Biden's still in there, my grandson Max could probably win. She says, Donald Trump, he just can't win. Who do you believe? I believe he can't win the thing, said Reynolds, talking of Donald Trump. I believe that Ron DeSantis can, and that's a big reason I'm behind him now. Reynolds, who's in her second term, has said that she would stay neutral in the Republican primary race, though she appeared with DeSantis at least eight times since he announced his candidacy in late May. So she wasn't too neutral. Well, Donald Trump leading everywhere, and he can't win. So I, I don't believe any of these people, do you? Who do you trust? Oh, here it is, right? Proverbs, Proverbs yeah, three, five, and six. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not to thy own understanding. We do so much of that today. In all thy ways, you just acknowledge Almighty God, and he will direct your path. I could get to preaching right now. Another hand for Sleepy Joe, the IRS, 87,000 new agents. See that on TV all the time. They've moved. The IRS has moved to audit a conservative group that has exposed the radicalism of some of President Fake President Joe Biden's nominees to senior administrative positions and in so doing led him to just withdraw their names. The American Accountability Foundation has exposed numerous Biden people and published emails showing that Senator Sheldon Whitehouse, Democrat from Rhode Island, had encouraged the Internal Revenue Service to target conservative organizations, including AAF, for extra scrutiny and investigation. Oh, these criminal. Senator Whitehouse has repeatedly called for the IRS to investigate AAF by name, said President Tom Jones. He told the Daily Signal in an email statement Monday, attacking groups, conservative groups like ours has been the priority for this senator, and it appears the Biden administration has heeded his calls to do just that. Where's my... Oh, never mind. So, what is the Second Amendment, and uh, can you have those rights taken away? The Supreme Court's going to have to decide that, they say. They're going to hold oral arguments in the United States versus Rahimi on Tuesday. Well, that's today. The case involves the constitutionality of a federal law that criminalizes firearm possession by an individual subject to a domestic violence restraining order. Ah, getting a little fuzzy here. Rahimi is just one of a slew of federal court decisions applying the Supreme Court's recent Second Amendment precedent of New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus Bruin that was last year, which requires that any statutory firearm restriction be consistent with this nation's historical tradition of firearm regulation. Gets a little confusing, doesn't it? So really the big question is what do all of these words mean and how do they apply and uh, Second Amendment. Can you have them taken away? 
It's time for the United States Supreme Court to tell us what all of these words mean. Lay something out that the average person can understand. Every day, another story like this. Restaurant owners on Valencia Street at one time, one of the most popular streets in all of San Francisco, are saying that crime, drug abuse, low tourism, just killing businesses there, according to a recent article. If you took me back before I signed the lease, I would have opened somewhere else, said Ronald Basita. Before COVID, there was no way in the world that you could find an available space on this street. That's what he told the San Francisco Chronicle. Now it seems like another restaurant shuts down every week. They're quitting. They're leaving. The Chronicle wrote that these business owners are contending with some of the city's worst business problems, adding that the once-bustling strip has become a microcosm for the city's wider restaurant woes from inflation, public safety, on and on goes the list. David White, owner of the Yalamoto Pizzeria, believes the downturn has so many causes. According to him, tourism hasn't quite bounced back from the pandemic levels. And anecdotally, he mentioned an increase in the area of drug abuse, vandalism, which led to higher private security firms, adding another cost to running the business. It's no place to be. Valencia Street, San Francisco, California. Wow. Trouble? Ain't trouble. Till it hits me. So I read stories like this, and I wonder, how actually could this happen? Have you ever heard of WeWork? WeWork. It's a company that leases millions of square feet of office space in 777 locations around the world, according to its regulatory filings. That is a lot of space. Well, they've now filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection in New Jersey's federal court. Did that yesterday saying that it had entered into agreements with the vast majority of its note holders and it intended to trim non-operational leases. Wow. WeWork's bankrupt filing in the United States and Canada shows liabilities ranging from $10 billion to $50 billion. Just a couple of years ago, they were valued at $47 billion in one of the up-and-coming companies, in the world. Again, how does this happen? Well, I was real nostalgic last night and early this morning, hour after hour, writing our new book, That New America, A Flood of Evil. And one of those questions that continually comes up as I'm writing, doing this radio show, how did every Every aspect of America lurched so far to the left, seemingly overnight. I just turned around, and the America I knew growing up is gone. And a bigger question is, what can Americans do to restore normalcy or some sanity in an age dominated by all this cultural Marxism? And that's what it is. Come forward, Senator Ted Cruz of Texas. He addresses some of these questions in his powerful new book, Unwoke, How to Defeat Cultural Marxism in America. The book, available today, I guess. It's already hit number one in the slot on Amazon for books on politics. How did things go so wrong, so extreme, so radical? 
Each chapter, they say, in the book focuses on a different organ of transmission of ideas that Marxists seized from oh, our public education system, really, K through 12, the university system, journalism, the left-leaning loonies, big business, big tech, entertainment world, and then, si well, hey, this sounds like my book. <laughs> oh, that's nothing new under the sun. And there's a battle plan late. What can we do to get it back? Hey, Ted, we're toast. That's my new book. We're toast. Oh, God can do anything, anytime. I understand that. But we're continuing to slide daily down this greased slide into more and more worldly. It's just what's scary. So you need a, another reason to get a college degree. Here it is. Stay in school. It'll shorten your commute. The average commute in this country is 27 minutes to work. Did you know that? But people with college degrees now spend less time getting to work weekly than people whose schooling stopped after high school. Why is that, do you suppose? <laughs> I walk from one room to another here in the house to our studio. It, yeah, a few feet doesn't take me 27 minutes. Anyway, they say it reflects the fact that transit schedules remain altered due to the dip in ridership caused by the pandemic. Well, who cares about any of this anyway? Hey, you spell my name with an S, not a Z. It's Streisand, like sand on the beach. How simple can you get when Barbara Streisand, oh, people... Heard Siri mispronounce her name. She did what any person who has a shopping mall in her basement would do. She called the CEO of Apple, Tim Cook, and said, fix this. Put my name on their right. The legendary singer said Cook was lovely and took care of the problem immediately. I guess that's one perk of being famous. <laughs> the rest of us, <laughs> oh, go away, people. Well, shortly, I'm going to talk about um, Jesus is the answer. Now, what is the question? Let's get political for a moment. Joe Biden is the answer. What is the question? Well, what happened at the U.S. border? Where did our border go? Who wiped out the border? How and why did 5 million people just come into our country illegally? Did Congress secretly repeal our immigration laws and we didn't know it? Did Sleepy Joe issue an executive order allowing foreign nationals to just walk across the border and reside in this country any way they pleased? Since when did borrowed money not have to be paid back? Who insisted that the more dollars the federal government prints, the more prosperity would follow? Just some of those. Wait a minute. When did America embrace zero interest? Why do we believe $30 trillion in debt is not a big deal? When did clean, burning, cheap, and abundant natural gas become the equivalent of dirty coal? Wipe it out. Bring on the batteries. How did prize natural gas that had granted America's wishes of energy self-sufficiency, reduced pollution, and inexpensive electricity become almost overnight somehow a, a demon, a pariah fuel whose extraction was a war against nature. Which lawmakers, which laws, which votes of the people declared natural gas development and pipelines criminal? The, the, the uh, answer is Joe Biden... It's just a few of the dozens 
and dozens of questions we can ask. Think about some of this as you vote today. Good great Johnny Brown. What in the world is going on? And finally, hey, you need to go to our Facebook page and look at Mount Moron. <laughs> it won't surprise you, I don't think. Who said it? It's not hatred to speak against things that God hates. No. This wicked world loves evil and hates truth. The Bible says you'll know the truth, and what it'll do, it'll set you free, of course. Stand up for Jesus today. Where's my Bible? Life 101, right after this important message. Gonna ask you to do me a favor. As a part of our release of the new book, Invisible War on the Saints, available there at .com, InvisibleWarOnTheSaints.com, through Southwest Radio Church, they've arranged to have a PR firm get in touch with us and do some radio and television interviews. Our whole desire has nothing to do with notoriety, has everything to do with healing the brokenhearted, setting the captive free. If we can do that for just one person, it's a victory. You want to be a victor, not a victim, my friend. So would you just put us on the prayer list because it could be happening uh, about every day. We've got our first one coming up right after the show today. So pray for us as we represent the Lord with our new book, Invisible War of the Saints, and some interviews around the country. See what God is going to do. Excited with how he is working. And please be praying for our new book coming out in the spring, The New America. A flood of evil. Well, we started here yesterday. Jesus is the answer. What is the question? And we talked about from Genesis chapter 3, looking down, starting at verse 8 there, that he's the answer to our broken relationship with God. We really don't have one. Have you been saved? Have you trusted Jesus Christ as Savior? 1 Timothy 2, 5 through 6, there's one God, one mediator, also between God and mankind, the man, the God-man, Jesus Christ, who gave himself as a ransom for all, the testimony given at the proper time. You know, the biblical term for God's act of making peace with sinful humanity is reconciliation. That's something that needs to be done a lot in the church today, reconciling things with others. That's the act of causing two people or groups to become friendly again, maybe after an argument or disagreement and the process of finding a way to make two different ideas, facts, etc., exist or be true at the same time. Reconciliation. 2 Corinthians 5.18, Now all these things are from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. You might want to pray about that one. We're reminded in Romans 5.10 that in Christ, God's enemies were made his friends and given life. If while we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son, how much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through this life? Yep, Jesus is the answer to the problem of our estrangement from Almighty God. It is Jesus who makes it possible for our sins to be forgiven and for us to be children of God. John 1, 12 and 13. It is Jesus who mends our relationship with God so we can fellowship with him during our life as well as eventually live with him for all eternity. And then Jesus is the answer to our guilty conscience. You got one of those today? Even after we're saved, we still sin. 
experience the temporal consequences of that sin. Sin keeps us from fellowshipping with God fully. But we have God's promise. If we confess our sins, what? He is faithful and just, and he will forgive us of our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. 1 John 1, 9. Jesus is the answer. He's the one who washes our feet of daily impurities, even after we've been fully bathed. John 13, 10. Isn't that something? Jesus said to him, he who has bathed needs only to wash his feet. Otherwise, he's completely clean. And you are clean, but not all of you. Jesus knew the one who was going to betray him. It was for this reason that he said, not all of you are clean. Yep, Jesus is the reason you can receive forgiveness and be purified today. He is the answer to the sin problem now and forever. And then Jesus is the answer to our broken relationship with one another. Boy, there's a lot of those today, right? When Adam and Eve sinned, not only did they break their relationship with God, but they also damaged that relationship with one another, according to Genesis 3, 12 and 16. The man said, the woman, oh, that she's the one. The woman who you gave to be with me, she gave me the fruit of the tree and I ate it. What's he saying? She's the bad one. I was okay until she came along. To the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply your pain in childbirth. In pain you shall deliver children, yet your desire will be for your husband, and he shall rule over you. Humans have been struggling in relationships to one another ever since Genesis 4-8, and the, the breakdown there in relationships manifest in oh, so many ways, including the walls we erect between races. In the New Testament era, there was a major division between Gentiles and Jews. Jesus is the answer for all the disharmony in the world today and in personal relationships. For he himself is our peace, who has made the two groups, Jews and Gentiles, one, and has destroyed the barrier, that dividing wall of hostility. His purpose was to create in himself one new humanity out of two, thus making peace, and in one body to reconcile both of them to God through the cross where he died, by which he was put to death because of their hostility. He came, he preached. He preached peace to the Gentiles who were far away and peace to those Jews who were near. For through him, we both have access to the Father by one spirit. Ephesians 2, 14 through 18, read that. For he himself is our peace who made both groups into one, broke down the barrier, that dividing wall by abolishing in his flesh the hostility, which is the law composed of commandments expressed in ordinances so that in himself he might make the two one new person, in this way establishing peace. And in verse 16, that he might reconcile them both into one body to God through the cross by having put to death the hostility. And he came, and he preached peace to you who were far away, peace to those who were near. For through him we both have access to one spirit to the Father. Galatians three twenty-six. 27, 20, 20, well, we'll talk about that tomorrow. Jesus Christ is the answer. What is your question? Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Lean heavily on God today. We all get in times of confusion, despair, depression. Turn to the author and the finisher of your faith, Jesus Christ, today. 
And finally, the kids, grandkids, think we need a bigger TV in the family room. <laughs> 55 inches is not big enough. We need 75, 85, Grandpa. Dear Black Friday, I have all the big TV screens I need. Put those groceries on sale for crying out loud. Oh, my. Have I told you lately I love you and I'm so grateful you're here every day at this time? More and more every day. Joining me on Facebook, all kinds of interesting things there you're missing out. Greg, G-R-E-G, Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N. Past programs available at gregpatton.com as well. That's it. Had to say for another day. That's the way it is for Tuesday, November the 7th, 2023. I am Greg Patton. God bless.